Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time that we can hear your word, Lord. We love you so much. We ask you, Lord, to open our spiritual eyes to see the light of your truth. And Lord, open our heart to receive. You say in the Bible, Lord, take heed of what you hear. Therefore, today, we take heed. We pay attention to what the Spirit of God wants to speak to us. We promise you, Lord, that we will be doers of your word. And we believe the result, the outcome, the blessing will come to only the doers of the word, not just the hearers. Therefore, we want to be blessed by you by practicing what we learn, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many of you want to see victory in your future? How many of you want to see the grace and the favor of God on your life? I want to see the grace and the favor of God in my life. And today I want to give you one of the keys. Actually, this key is about your heart attitude and about your character. In fact, Pastor Dan and I always talk at home that we want to see godly character in your life more than anything else. Because if you have godly character, you will go on and on and on and you will not fall. And the Lord will bless you. Therefore, this teaching is about your attitude and your character. We need to develop your character. And I want to read from the book of Psalm, chapter 118, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercies endures forever. Everyone say, give thanks to the Lord. Having a thankful heart is one of the godly character. Being thankful always. Today I want to talk about having a thankful heart. That we want to have this attitude in our heart and we give thanks to the Lord all the time. The Bible says that God is so good. How many people experience that God is so good? How many people believe that He is so merciful? We don't deserve what we have now. But because of His mercy, we come to this point of our life. By His mercy, we don't deserve it. He's so good. I always pray that God, please show your goodness to my brother and sister in New Hope International Church. They need to test and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Therefore, we should be thankful. We should give thanks to God for the good things that He has done for our nation here, for our land, for our life, for the life of our families, for everything that we do. He is so good. He is so merciful to us even though we don't deserve it. We should take some time in our life out of the very busy schedule. Take some time. Sit down and start to meditate and remember what God has done for us. If we can do that, you can look back. Oh, I thank God. That day, 
a girl walked by my house, and I saw her, and my heart just beat. And her name is Da, <laughs> and she's so beautiful. Thank God, I sat on the lawn of my daddy's house that day, and she walked by, and eventually she willing to marry me. Thank God. You look back. Wow, many years ago, at the bottom of the house market, we bought this church at the lowest price, and now we own this place to worship God. We thank God. Wow, look back. That day, you came to America, and you got the education here, and you got a job, and you met your spouse here. Wow, thank God. Thank God. I was in trouble in another land, but now I get a green card. I can live here. Thank God! Thank God! All this time of two years of pandemic, no one died in this church. Everyone is safe. Thank God! Have you ever looked back in your life? Have you ever looked back ten years ago? What happened to you? He showed goodness to you. He loved you. Oh, that day when I read the Bible, he taught me this lesson, and out of that one, oh, I become successful because I learned principle in the Bible. Oh, thank God! I have a pastor. I'm not alone here in Seattle. I have a shepherd. I have a church to go. I can fellowship with my brother and sister. Thank God! Now many Vietnamese people came to this church. Come on, come on, Chua, Chua is right. Chua is God. Come on, Chua, and come on, Vietnamese brother and sister. Come on, Congolese students. We should be thankful. We should think back everything. He warned us. He protected us that day. We're gonna get into a car accident, but we didn't because God moved our hand to pull the steering wheel out, and we didn't hit that car. We thank God. We got sick that day, and God healed us. Thank God, Pastor Da was told by the gynecologist that she need to have her womb removed because hysterectomy. But God touched her in one meeting. The presence of God came down, touched her. The bleeding. From endometriosis, stop, and she got pregnant, and we have the second child named Joy, and God gave us a bonus. We have a third one named Paul. Thank God for your healing. Thank God for your provision. We should look at it. We should spend time thinking about what God has done for our life, who He is, and what He has done. He's wonderful. We should spend some time thanking God, thanking people around us. This morning, I woke up. Pastor Da woke up, and we look at each other eyes, and he say, "Thank you for marrying me. You're such a wonderful wife. Oh, I have been so blessed. I enjoy my marriage that you marry me. You're such a wonderful woman. You're so anointed. And I'm serious. I say this morning, I say you're such a wonderful woman. You're so anointed. Wow, I'm so blessed. I'm a blessed man. I'm a highly favored man." Because you marry me, I'm thankful for my wife. Thankful for the members of the church. I'm thankful for everything. Amen? Amen. We should be thankful to God and thankful to our boss. My boss, his name is H. Richard Wynn. He is a professor and chairman. A lot of residents like to gossip about him behind his back and call his name Dick. And I find out later on that to call somebody nicknamed Dick as a boss is not very polite. When I first moved to America, because it's not very good word to call your boss that way. When I find that out, I sip my mouth. I call him Doctor Win, not 
ดิกด็อกเตอร์วินไอออเนอร์เฮมแอนด์ไอสติลแทนฟูฟอร์ดิสแมนฮูเกฟมีเดอะจ็อบแอตยูนิเวอร์ซิตี้ออฟวอชิงตันทูทูเดย์ไอออเวสแทนกอดฟอร์ฮิสไลฟ์แอนด์เพรย์ฟอร์เฮมยูแทนฟูฟอร์ยูบอสกิฟยูเดอะจ็อบยูแทนฟูฟอร์ยูชิลเดนเดอะเฮลป์ชิลวิชุดฮับแอตแทนฟูฮาร์ดเมื่อยูฮับแอตแทนฟูฮาร์ดยูออเนอร์กอดยูเพรย์สกอดยูเซิร์ฟกอดเอเมน Being thankful is the attitude of gratitude. You are not only thankful about yesterday, what happened yesterday, two years ago, but you also thankful of what's going to happen to the future. When you say "Thank you, Lord, for next year," you are doing the declaration of faith. You believe next year going to be better than this year. When you say "Thank you, Lord, for your healing," it means you believe the healing is coming. When you say "Thank," You declare that good things gonna happen. Provision gonna come. Victory gonna come. The breakthrough gonna come. The blessing, the provision, the good things gonna come. So thanking God is not just the attitude of being thankful or the gratitude and honor, but being thankful also. You declare that in the future, great thing gonna happen to me. We thank Him not only the good things. We thank Him. For the hardships, for the trials, for the disappointments, for all these things, because when I look back, all these difficulties that I face shape me, mold me, help me to be stronger and more mature in Christ. Because if I never face trials and hardships, I will never grow. I will be just a baby Christian forever. But thank God for the hardships. Thank God for the trials, all the difficulties. Because it helped me to grow. The Bible talk about being thankful always. In First Thessalonians chapter five verse eighteen, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything give thanks. Tell the person next to you, thank you for being here. Always thank you. Always give thanks. <laughs> Yesterday, I officiated the wedding ceremony to a couple, and I told the bride and the groom, "Remember these three sentences you need to say to each other all the time. Number one, thank you. Number two, please forgive me. Number three, I am sorry." So I say, "Thank you. Always thank your spouse. Amen. Thank you." <laughs> I see some couple look at each other's eyes right now. <laughs> Exodus chapter 13 verse 3, and Moses said to the people, "You remember the story? The children of Israel were slaves in Egypt for a long time, and God sent Moses to deliver them out of the slavery in Egypt. And Moses said to these people, Moses said to the people, 'Remember, everyone say, remember." This day in which you went out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand the Lord brought you out of this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. The Bible talk about remember. How many times a week you remember what Jesus did for you on the cross? How many times a month you thank Jesus for dying for you? That He set you free from bondage, from the kingdom of darkness, from the power of Satan. How many times you think and thank God that He shed His blood, He suffered at the whipping post, 
and by his wounds you are healed. Do you thank him? Do you remember what he did for you? Do you remember that that day you don't deserve that job, but you get a job? You still have the job in that company because he's helped you. Remember what God has done for you. Don't forget. Always look back. Always say thank you, Lord, for all these things that happened to me. Moses reminded God's people to remember what God did for them. We should be that kind of Christian. Have the character, the God character of being thankful, of honoring God, and speaking to God with respect. That you love me. I thank you, Lord. You died for me. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 11 to 18, I can show you that this is so important to remember the things that God did for us and also to thank Him. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments, His judgments, and His statutes, which I command you today. When we begin to forget about what God has done for us, the first thing is we stop going to church. We stop serving God. We don't obey God anymore. We do our own things. Oh, now I'm rich. Now I have good business. I have money. Look at my house. Look at my car. Hey, God is my own muscle, my own intelligence, my own goodness. That's why I'm rich in America now. That's why I'm so successful. Hey, God, I'm not going to go to church anymore. The Bible warns us, do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full. Wow, in America, people eat a lot and are full all the time. And have built beautiful houses and dwell in them. Interestingly, yesterday, uh, the whole weekend, we were in the house of a Filipino lady who opened the house for wedding ceremony and for the church meeting. And Pastor Dan, I look into her garden, her garden full of flower everywhere, fruit so fruitful and prosperous. And we look at the neighbor house, nothing, so dry, no flower. They have tree, but no flower. And Pastor Dan, I was thinking, wow, they use the house for the kingdom. That's why the house is so full of roses and flower and fruit everywhere. It's amazing. God is so good. Beautiful houses and the well in them. And when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and your Bitcoin, the price increase, and all that you have is multiplied, and you've got a new job in Seattle now to become a manager. When your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, out of the kingdom of darkness of Satan, into the kingdom of heaven, who led you through great and terrible wilderness, in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land, where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock. God provision come to you supernaturally and fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you, and that he might test you. God going to test you, whether you honor him or not, whether you forget about him or not, whether you are thankful to him or not. 
He's gonna test you, and he want to see that you are humble or not. Sometimes difficulties happen to humble you, so that you will not be prideful. God has to humble you, amen. So God said He might test you to do you good in the end. Everything that happened to our life, God's purpose is that we will be good, and we will grow up, and we will be successful. Amen. He wants to do good to us. Everything that happened. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember, so don't boast that you're successful in America because you're so good. Okay, don't boast it. Always say, thank you, Lord. I come to this point of my life because you're so good to me. You're so gracious to me. You're so merciful to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Don't lift yourself up. Don't boast about yourself. All the good things come from the Lord. Amen. You shall remember, everyone say, I will remember. The Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth. Who gives you power to get wealth. He. And that He may establish His covenant with which He swore to your father as it is this day. God make a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that will bless his children, grandchildren. And we are blessed because we are children of Abraham by faith. And God make a covenant with us. We need to do our part. Love God with all our heart. Love our brother and sister. Serve him. Love him. Be thankful to him. Honor him with our life. Honor him with our words. Honor him when we do the business thing with people. Business deal that we don't cheat people. I never lie to my patients. I never cheat my patients for money. I was very honest to my patients because I want to honor God. We honor God in our job. We honor God at home. We honor God with our mouth. We honor God how we spend money. Why? Because we're so thankful. He's good to us. We should live a life that shows gratefulness to Him. Honor Him all the days of our life. Amen? This should be our lifestyle. Be thankful. Have the right heart. Psalm chapter 77, verse 11 and 12 say, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. The past and the works of the Lord in the future. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Have you meditate on what he did for you. I want to encourage you. Spend some time. Really sit down. And look back in your life from when you were young. What God has done for you. When you were one years old. Two years old. Before you became a Christian. You look back. God has taken care of you. All this time. I look back in my life. And I'm so thankful. Since I was a young boy. I know and I know God loved me and He has taken care of me. And I know He's going to take care of me in the future as well. Remember, look back what God did for you. Don't forget about it and be thankful and love God even more. Now I want to read some scripture to show you that how we can thank Him in our action, not just only with our words. We thank Him in our action as well. In the Old Testament, God 
told the children of Israel to join together, to meet together in the feast, off and on, the whole year, because God knows that human beings are forgetful, and if they don't come together and do something together, they will forget about God. So God commanded them to come together and celebrate the goodness of God. In Deuteronomy chapter 16, 10 to 14, then celebrate the feast of the weeks to the Lord your God by giving a free will offering in proportion to the blessings the Lord your God has given you. Everyone say in proportion. If you get a salary, $10,000 a month. I hope you don't give to God one penny a week. You give in proportion of the blessing. And rejoice before the Lord your God at the place He will choose as a dwelling for His name. You and your sons and daughters, your men servants and maid servants, the Levites in your towns, and the aliens, the fatherless, and the widows living among you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and follow carefully this decrease. Remember, you used to be a non-believers. Your name was in hell. You remember, you were sick, you were poor, you were not happy, but God set you free, and now you have salvation. Now you have prosperity, and now God takes care of you. Remember. And follow His decrees. Celebrate, everyone says. Celebrate. celebrate the feast of tabernacles for seven days after you have gathered the produce of your threshing floor and your wine press. Be joyful at your feast, you, your sons and daughters, your men servants and maid servants. I don't have that anymore. Men servant, maid servant. At that time, they have, and. <laughs> And the Levites and the aliens and the fatherless and the widows who live in your town. Let me make a conclusion. How can we say thank to God? Number one, from this passage, Deuteronomy chapter 16. Number one, we should always go to celebrate the Lord on Sunday. Always go to church on Sunday. You come to church not because you want to follow religion. You come to church to say. Lord, thank you so much. You love me. You die for me. I come to celebrate your presence here. I come because I'm thankful. You don't come to church because of duty. You come to church because you want to celebrate the goodness and the mercy of God. That's why I never miss church. I never miss camp. I love to go to worship the Lord with brothers and sisters. Not only that, the Bible says. Giving a free will offering. When you come to church, always get ready to give the offering to the Lord. To say thank you, Lord. This morning I woke up. I put a checkbook out. I wrote the check to New Hope International Church. But that money doesn't belong to this church or to me. Or it belongs to God. But we give to organization here. We give to the church. I am ready to give free will offering and tithe according to the proportion. To the blessing the Lord has blessed me, so we ready to say thank you, Lord, because of you I have a job, I have a salary, because of you I have income. I want to show thankfulness by 
my action of giving. Not only that. Number one, we go to church, we celebrate the love of God. Number two, we give offering. Number three, and rejoice before the Lord your God. Rejoice if your dad come to you and say, "I'm gonna give you a Tesla." How you gonna make your face? <laughs> I don't want Tesla. I want a bicycle. Rejoice is a sign of being thankful. Lord, thank you. We don't die in COVID 19 Thank you, Lord. We have the place to worship you. You need to approach God with joy, because joy is the way to show that this blessing come from you. Thank you so much. Rejoice always. When you come to church, always smile. Rejoice. Happy. Singing. Rejoice. When you rejoice, it means that your heart is so full of thankfulness. Oh, God is so good to me. He died for me. He paid a price for me. He took my sin away. He took my sickness away. He took my poverty away. He took my curse away. He blessed me. You rejoice because you're so thankful. What is next? Rejoice before the Lord your God at the place He will choose as a dwelling for His name. You, your sons and daughters. I never forget after I got the first child, I and Pastor Da say, "This daughter gonna go to church with us every Sunday. No if and or but. She need to go to church with me." And the next one come out, Joy, Joy and Tani Da gonna go worship God with us every Sunday. No if and or but. If you don't come, you have no food to eat on the table. You need to go with me. We train our children to worship and be thankful to God every Sunday, every day. We need to train our children to be thankful to the Lord and remember that God has set us free. Amen. When we are thankful, we obey His commandments. Whatever He said to you, I admit to you. I tell you the truth. Okay, I'm very honest. If I can choose. I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to fly out there to meet all these people. Very tired, very draining to meet people, and everyone has problem. You have to fix problem. Not fun at all. I rather retire now and stay in Oahu, Waikiki Beach. I don't want to be a pastor. I tell you the truth. Sometimes I talk to God. God, why have to be me? Pastor Dan know very well. But we obey to be a pastor because. We are thankful for what the Lord has done for us, so we want to serve Him. I'm willing to obey His commandment. His specific commandment to me is to take care of His sheep, to love His sheep. So I do it. I obey because I'm so thankful. Noah was so thankful. Genesis chapter eight, verses eighteen to twenty-two. So Noah went out, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wife with him. So Noah. Was told by God to build a boat, big boat. The flood was coming to the world, and everyone else would die in the flood, including all the animals that were not on the boat. And after the flood was over, Noah went out, his sons, his wife, and his son's wife with him. If you read the Bible carefully, you notice that our God is a God of family. He is a daddy. He called God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
He's a God who care about kids, grandkids, the next generation. Therefore, parents, please behave. Please repent. Please shape up your life. Please be good example to your kids, because God want your kids to be saved. God want your kids to go to heaven with you. Don't be a hypocrite. You need to be a godly parent so that your kids would see Jesus in you. This is serious. He saved Noah, the whole family. When God saved the jailer in the book of Acts, saved the whole family of the jailer. He cares about next generation. Noah went out, and his son and his wife, and his son's wife with him. Every animal, every creeping thing, every bird, and whatever creeps on the earth, according to their families, went out of the ark. Then Noah find a TV and a computer and start to play game, computer game, have fun with the computer game. Now I get out of the uh, flood. Now I'm gonna play computer game all day. I'm gonna play golf all day. The first thing I want to do is to go and play golf. No, what did he do? Noah built an altar to the Lord. The first thing he did after he got out from the boat and took every clean animal and every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. He was so thankful and he offered the offering to the Lord. And what happened? The Lord. Really, is touched by your thankfulness, your giving, your offering, your obedience, your heart of honor. This guy, Noah, really honored God. He did not give the junk animal. If you read it carefully, he gave the clean, the best animal. He did not give junk to God. He looked at all the animals. He picked the best. And he said, thank you, Lord. I offer these animals to you, even though I don't have a lot, but I still give to you. And look at How God responded to his thankfulness, honoring, and grateful heart, and the Lord, verse 21, smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, "I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing, as I have done." While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. The offering of thankfulness touched the heart of God. God smelled that thankful heart and honoring action of Noah. Should we live that way? I believe that if you really love God, thank God, obey God, He will smell from you. Okay, I will not only bless you; I'm going to take care of your children, your grandchildren, and great grandchildren. I'm going to show favor to your family to the thousand generations. Do you want to touch the heart of God? What is the key? Be thankful, honor Him, love Him more than money. Give offering to him, your life, your time, your finances to him. Amen. Amen. If you can do that, he's going to do to you the same like he did to Noah. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. How many people agree God is so merciful to you and me? 
Is God merciful? I know God is merciful. You still walk around. You're still healthy. You still have a job. You passed this pandemic, and you didn't die. Actually, one of my partners, he is a neurologist. He just retired one year before me. After he retired, he moved to another state, and suddenly I got the email. He got infection in the ICU from COVID, and a week later, he died. He did not enjoy his retirement at all. His kids still young, maybe 15 years old, 16 years old. And when I read that, thank you, Lord, I'm still alive. You take care of me. I don't die. I believe in you. His mercies endures forever. Beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. One of the best ways to show thanks to God is, God, I know I come to this point of my life. You moved me to America. You're gracious to me to let me know you. I'm saved. My name is recorded in, in the book of life. Jesus, you took my curse away, and you give me the blessing. You took my sickness away, and by your wounds I am healed. Jesus, you give me super abundant life. You lead me, you guide me. You help me so many times. You provide for me. Lord, I want to say thank you. I give my life to you. This body, you can use. My house, you can use. My money, you can use. I offer my life as a living sacrifice to you. You can do whatever you want. You can tell me whatever. I will do it. That is the way to say thanks to God. Are you doing that? Do you give your life to Jesus? You say to Jesus, anything you want me to do for you, I give my life to you. You tell me, whatever, I do it. Because I'm so thankful. Being thankful is a godly character. Last one, Isaiah 12, 4 to 5. In that wonderful day, you will sing, Thank the Lord. Praise His name. Everyone say, Thank the Lord. Praise His name. Now, next one. How you can thank the Lord. Tell the nations what He has done. Let them know how mighty He is. Sing to the Lord, for He has done wonderful things. Make known His praise around the world. I want to encourage you. You have testimony to tell people. The good things, the wonderful things God has done for you. Amen? One time, Jesus healed a man who has the legions of demons in the cemetery. He healed him. And he said, can I follow you, Jesus? Now I want to be your disciple. I want to follow you. And Jesus said he, he was cutting himself. He was naked in the cemetery. And he really demonized. He was attacked by demons, oppressed by demons. After Jesus set him free, he dressed up. He stopped cutting himself. And he said, can I follow you, Jesus? Jesus said, no. You don't follow me. I mean, physically follow him. 
you go back home and tell the whole town the wonderful things that the Lord has done for you. This is what the Bible says: the wonderful things that the Lord has done for you. He went back home and he shared. Everyone in that city looked at him. Wow, this guy was crazy. Now he looked sound. He looked good. And the whole city came out. People in the whole city came out and met Jesus and asked him for to stay. And they heard the gospel and they were all saved. Thank God nowadays, you don't have to fly anywhere to tell people. We have the YouTube. If you have testimony, tell us. We're going to record your testimony, publish in the YouTube, tell the whole world. I went to Orange County this time. A lot of people came to me. I remember your testimony about that, about that, about that. People listened to our... I produced about five clips of my testimony in English and also in Thai. I want to tell the world that God is so good to me. He healed me. He gave me the job. He helped me in my surgery. You give testimony. Please record the testimony, how God is good to you, and tell the whole world. Amen? That's how you want to be thankful to the Lord. You tell other people how good and wonderful God is to you all these years. Let the people know that He is wonderful. So in conclusion, I make a conclusion now. Let us have a thankful heart. Let us have the attitude of the gratitude and we honor Him. Let us become that kind of people. We're thankful to God. We're thankful to people around us. We are thankful to our spouse. And we say to our spouse, thank you for marrying me. Thank you for living with me. We are thankful to our pastor, to our members, to our brothers and sisters. Thankful to our boss. Thankful for the house we live in. We're thankful for our in-laws. Even though sometimes in-laws give you a hard time. But we're still thankful. I'm just kidding. We're thankful for our kids. Amen? We should be thankful. And we honor God by going to the church to celebrate. Going to the care group. Rejoice in the presence of God. Give offering to Him. Give your life, give your finance, give your ability to serve Him. Obey His commandments. Offer your life as a living sacrifice. Give the best to God like Noah. And share the goodness of the Lord to people. Let me read one more time. Thank the Lord. Praise His name. Tell the nations what He has done. Let them know how mighty He is. Sing to the Lord, for He has done wonderful things. Make known His praise around the world. So if you have good testimony, please let us know. We're going to record testimony and tell the whole world. You can record in Vietnamese, you can record in French, in English, whatever language, in Spanish or in Japanese. You can tell the whole world how God is good. Maybe get a job. You pray and pray, God give you a job, tell the world. You are thankful. You say, thank you, Jesus, in your testimony. And we put in the YouTube, and people come and listen, and they will know our God is so good. Amen? <laughs> How many people are going to put this teaching into practice? How many people say, from now on, I will not miss church. I will come, come to celebrate. How many people say that, from now on, I will obey the Lord? How many people say, I will remember everything He has done for me? 
I will not forget His goodness. How many people say I will rejoice in the presence of God? Amen. I cannot come to church with smile and excitement on my tiptoes when I walk. So excited. Amen. Amen. How many say, "I will honor the Lord with my words, with my action, with my decision every day, because I'm so thankful to Him." Father, thank you so much, Lord. We were sinners, and Christ died for us. You sent your Son Jesus Christ to save us. You died for us, Lord. You sacrificed your life. You shed your blood, Jesus. You were wounded at the whipping post and at the cross. Lord, today, New Hope International Church want to remember what Jesus, the Son of God, did for us. Lord, thank you, Lord, that you sent somebody to share the gospel with us, telling us the good news, the mercies of God, and we were saved. Lord, we gave our life to you. We are forgiven, and our name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. We thank you, Lord. All these years, you have provided for us. You give us divine connection. You give us victory, success, job, finances, education, protection, wisdom, guidance. You give us a good family, good church to go. You give us the anointing, the spiritual gifts to serve you, Lord. We are so thankful, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www. NewHopeInternationalChurch.com I'm so thirsty Thank you.